Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. You want to come over here, Link? You want to make an appearance? Sure. Who's going to win the national title game? Alabama. Yep. A- Alabama's going to win the national title game? Yeah. What were you coming up to talk to me about? Well, he told me once I finished this Ryan Tannehill article, I'd be done with school. And he said he'd quiz me. So I came up to ask him for a quiz. All right. So I'm going to give you a quiz in a little bit. Did you read the article? Yes. All right. Thank you. Who's going to win the national title game? Alabama. All right. I'm telling you. Jalen Waddle may be coming back. I told you. I told you he was coming back. You did back. tell me that. Uh, all right. So, welcome in to Outkick the Show one more time. That was my 10-year-old who I have been trying to get to read. The kid won't read anything. So, uh, I had him reading about Ryan Tannehill from the Wall Street Journal this morning. And now i got to quiz him as soon as I finish this show. Ugh, welcome to dad life. Uh, all right. So, everybody out there, fanduel.com slash clay. Get hooked up right now. Iowa. If you're watching in Iowa, you don't have to go to a sports book to register anymore. And if you are watching in Virginia and uh, Michigan, they are about to flip the switch to allow you guys to gamble on sports. Tennessee, Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, West Virginia, all of those states already legal. Iowa now as well. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay. Go ahead and sign up right now, Virginia and Michigan, because they are literally flipping the switch. I heard Virginia might happen this week. If it does, you can bet $5 and you get paid out at 25 to 1. That's a $5 bet that pays out at 25 to 1. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay. Pick any wild card game. There are six of them. Three on Saturday, three on Sunday. New users wager $5 you get back. $125. We got a bunch of stories to run through. Let's start here. The Browns. The poor Browns finally make the playoffs after such a long drought. And now their head coach, Stefanski, has tested positive along with assistant coaches, along with players. The facility is shut down. This is the challenge the NFL is going to run into in all of the postseason. Your biggest fear isn't the opponent you're playing against. It's a positive COVID test. The better your team, the bigger the fear should be. Patrick Mahomes, imagine if suddenly he tested positive before one of their playoff games with the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. There are so many different players out there. Usually you just have to worry about the opponent you are playing. Now you have to worry about positive tests. And this is where, honestly, some of the teams that had outbreaks, and I'm knocking on wood here, but the Baltimore Ravens, you know Lamar Jackson's playing. He's already tested positive. Tennessee Titans, a lot of their players have already tested positive. So in all honesty, as you run through the playoffs, the teams that have had the most guys already test positive are in the best shape because they have fewer players that are going to be able to test positive once the season begins. Unfortunate for the Browns who are back in the playoffs for the first time since 2002 to have to deal with this. Uh, It's going to be intriguing going forward to see exactly how this all shakes out. And I know it's late to have to make a decision but it feels like to me and I don't know how many of you guys agree with this but I'll be talking about it on the radio tomorrow it feels like to me the NFL should come up with some sort of system to allow a head coach to call the game remotely they're already in headsets I don't understand why a head coach shouldn't be able to watch a feed of the All-22 as well as being able to see a sideline shot for instance 
and then be able to make decisions in real time on his headset presuming that he is healthy enough to be able to coach. I'm curious what the percentages of you that would agree with that but we have a lot of remote work going on all over this country because of COVID. There are all sorts of people that are working remotely including earlier the President of the United States. So why couldn't you have an isolated room where Stefanski or any other coach that tests positive couldn't be able to help call the game? I'm curious. I'm going to put up a poll question on this uh, tomorrow or maybe later today. Should a coach be able to call the game remotely provided they have the technological ability to do so? I think the answer is yes. And, uh, and I would be in favor of that no matter who the head coach is. Maybe the NFL doesn't want to change the rule now but it is kind of intriguing to think about for sure. Jalen Waddle is potentially going to be back in the college football playoff tonight. Devontae Smith expected to win the Heisman Trophy. But this Jalen Waddle comeback story is pretty remarkable. Devontae Smith doesn't win the Heisman Trophy if Jalen Waddle doesn't get injured. Not because Devontae Smith is not an incredible player but just because Devontae Smith is going to have to then have someone else taking away a lot of the big time plays and receiving yards in that Alabama offense. And so if Jalen Waddell can come back and if he plays it's a remarkable return from an injury situation to find himself able to take the field and be able uh, to play making it that much more difficult for Ohio State in theory making the Alabama offense that much more explosive assuming that he is healthy enough through practice this week to be ready to give it a full go that would be an incredible story. It's one worth paying attention to as we get ready for the Monday national title game. Certainly the biggest story in terms of health involving anyone in the national title game is what in the world is going on with Justin Fields? How healthy is he going to be in this game? Alabama around a 7 or 7.5 point favorite. The over-under right around 75 points will obviously have picks for you in that game as it gets closer to taking place. Uh, The Bills are going to be playing in Orchard Park. First home playoff game I believe since 1995. 6,700 fans are going to be present and there's one guy the Bills fans at least according to an online petition don't want to be there. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. The petition says why in the world should he who has stopped fans from being able to attend games all throughout the season why should he be able to show up and take one of the available spots in that stadium when he hasn't allowed the Bills to play all throughout the season and he's now claiming to be a big Bills fan. I don't know whether he's a Bills fan or not Andrew Cuomo but I do know that uh, I appreciate Bills fans standing up against the governor who has done the worst job of all governors in the entire United States dealing with COVID while everyone in the media was praising him the numbers continue to be disastrous more so for New York and for California than anywhere else in the United States and states like Texas and Florida have been better able to get their economies back up and moving. They've been better able to keep people employed and they have a substantially lower death rate than both New York and California Uh, It's pretty fascinating to follow how that story is continuing to play out. Speaking of absurdity did you see this story from Boston University? Boston University in an effort to get even more points with the Corona Bros in the sports media is now requiring its basketball team to play wearing masks. That's despite the fact that there isn't a single incidence anywhere in the world 
of a COVID being transmitted during the course of play from one team to another and hardly any I don't even know of any that have been uh, translated or traced to inside of a team, right? The teams are together all day long anyway. Locker rooms, travel, everything else. This is the height of virtue signaling now that a Division I basketball program is not only requiring its players to wear masks, it's requiring everyone playing in their gym against them to be wearing masks as well despite the fact that Dr. Alan Sills uh, the NFL's chief medical examiner has pointed out that there hasn't been as has Dr. Chow who is OutKick's uh, medical writer as has Dr. Chow there hasn't been a single case of COVID being transmitted during competition anywhere. In fact, there's ample evidence out there of teams that found out they had an outbreak after a game took place and nowhere where they have been able to trace the transmission of the virus from competition itself. So this, in the grand scheme of things, makes absolutely no sense. Speaking of making absolutely no sense and appealing to the Corona Bros out there, the New York Times has argued on the front page of its sports section yesterday that UConn deserved the national championship in college football this year because they had the bravery not to play. There are only three schools in FBS that did not play. UConn, New Mexico State, and Old Dominion. UConn was the first school to cancel play and the New York Times is arguing that that bravery deserves them a national championship. Now it's a ridiculous position to adopt primarily because the idea of bravery being connected to doing nothing and being fearful and running and hiding from finding solutions is the exact opposite of what bravery has traditionally meant throughout history. Bravery usually connotes risk of imprisonment risk of death risk of some significant issue in your life. It isn't brave to refuse to go outside and to curl up in the fetal position and wear a mask and whimper. In fact, that is the exact opposite of everything that America has traditionally stood for. This is a country where we find solutions even in the face of obstacles. It was not brave to avoid getting involved in World War I and World War II. It was not brave to avoid all danger during immigration. It was not brave to avoid getting on the Oregon Trail. It was not brave to leave your country and seek a better place. That is the foundation of bravery. Doing something. Risking something more. Not refusing to do anything and claiming it's impossible to play football for God's sakes. That's not bravery. That's not courage. That's the definition of cowardice. It's also weakness. It needs to be ridiculed. New Mexico State, Old Dominion, and UConn should be castigated for their inability to find a way to play sports in a healthy manner like every other school in FBS did the other 127 schools. We should be praising to the high heavens the SEC, the Big 12, and the Pac-12 who all refused to make the decision to cancel their season Everything that the New York Times and their sports reporter who is arguing that there shouldn't have been a college football season what they are doing is overlooking all of the data which is clear and transparent and without doubt which is everybody was able to play there were almost zero serious health conditions 
players, coaches, fans. There were almost zero hospitalizations. There were, in fact, zero deaths traced to the decision to play college football. In fact, I would argue with you that if we had a uh, comparison with average college kids in the country that the number of infections inside of college athletic departments was smaller than the number of infections inside of larger college cohort populations because they were testing every day and they were working as diligently as possible to try to avoid ending up with anything uh, uh, associated with an outbreak This is just everything that's wrong with sports media, with the Corona Bros. And by the way, let me point this out. Many of the people who spent months arguing that it was unsafe to play football are now covering football games. They are fans who are going to the press boxes and they are sitting there writing their stories about the games that are taking place. If it was in fact unsafe to play football why in the world Is it safe for you to travel and cover football? It's nonsensical. The hypocrisy here is glaring and incredibly transparent. Yet it's amazing to me how many people out there are willing to accept sports media news from people who told you that it was totally unsafe to play football like the New York Times and all the Corona Bro losers there. All right. Let me tell you the opposite of being a Corona Bro loser. It's important right now to make sure that your balls are taken care of because they will thank you. You know, hygiene is often overlooked. Especially hygiene below the belt. Your wife, your girlfriend, they're probably a lot more hygienic than you are. A lot of guys make a lot of bad mistakes when it comes to taking care of their crown jewels. That's why Manscaped is here to make your 2021 better and to make your partner a lot happier in the event that she actually gets exposed to your crown jewels. All right? I'm here to tell you you need to be taking care of everything down there. We got trimmers. We got deodorizer. Your balls, like I'm saying, will thank you. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com manscaped.com use the code DBAP20 you get 20% off everything that you order there's a ton of great products in here you're going to love the website manscaped.com DBAP20 your balls will thank you free shipping 20% off everything DBAP20 is the code again manscaped.com DBAP20 your balls will thank you get hooked up with manscaped.com today Uh, Okay, Uh, we have a couple of additional stories that I wanted to dive into. Uh, We were talking about COVID a moment ago. Great article in New York Magazine arguing what was once considered to be an outlandish conspiracy that I think most of you probably agree with now. It is the evidence, the evidence that is out there is fairly compelling that COVID came out of a Chinese lab in Wuhan and then escaped in some form or fashion from that lab and that is where the COVID-19 virus originated from. Um, China has not allowed full investigations into the origination of the, uh, of the COVID virus to be followed. This is a 12,000 word piece. Uh, we, we excerpted bits of it up on OutKick. I would encourage you to go read it. You'll get smarter. It presents a compelling argument 
that this is not some sort of natural outgrowth from an animal that transferred into a human at one of the wet labs that, but in fact was a virus that was created or expanded in some way to become more virulent inside of a Chinese lab and then escaped. Why is this significant? Well, China needs to be held accountable for unleashing this virus upon the rest of the world. And I know there's a lot of media out there that carries water for China and tries to argue that they're fantastic and they're so free and they're so great. And a lot of it's part of sports. The NBA is a part of it. The reality is China needs to be held accountable for what they did to the world and the world's economies and the world's health and all of these different aspects and that was one reason why I voted for Donald Trump because I thought he was more likely to hold China accountable. Now that Joe Biden's going to be taking over I hope someone in Joe Biden's administration is going to be driving this investigation. I hope someone in Joe Biden's administration is going to be holding China accountable. We're in a new Cold War guys and girls and if you haven't recognized it yet It's because China is buying so much American media that they are getting incredible press coverage. I saw this today and I couldn't believe it. The New York Times had an article and I screenshotted it and I said, my God, what is the world that we are in right now? Uh, China doesn't have freedom of speech, freedom of worship, or freedom from fear. But they do have the freedom to move around and lead a normal day-to-day life uh, including... Uh, In a topsy-turvy pandemic world China offers its version of freedom. That's written in the New York Times. I read some of these articles now and my mind is blown. This is clearly journalism that is being bought and paid for effectively by China and the amount of American media spouting off Chinese propaganda and the amount of American sports figures doing the same is blowing my mind. Some of you who are old enough to remember we're in a new Cold War and that Cold War now is with China not with Russia. And I was young back in the day when we were in a Cold War with Russia but I don't remember American media maybe I was so young I just missed it all sharing the talking points of Russia on a regular basis and talking about why communism was better than capitalism. That's what's going on now with their arguments associated with China. It's transparently and ridiculously scary and absurd what is going on now in the world in terms of people trying to curry favor with China. Now, uh, final bit. Tonight is the conclusion of the 2020 elections. The Georgia Senate runoff results theoretically will begin to come out tonight. Uh, Ossoff versus Purdue Warnock versus Leffler My hope is that we have divided government. My hope is that the Republicans can win at least one of these Republican uh, current seats in the state of Georgia and that we can end up with divided government so the world doesn't spin even more out of control with Democrats having the presidency, the House, and the Senate. My hope is that the Senate can temper the ridiculousness going on in our country right now as opposed to leaning into it Fingers crossed if you're watching this in Georgia right now and you haven't already voted encourage you to get out and vote make your voice heard and ensure that hopefully we end up I hope with a Republican Senate so there is some balancing lever going against Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in 
the White House. All right. I love all of you. I've argued for a long time I'm a radical moderate. That means I want moderation, not insanity. I feel like sometimes the last sane and reasonable voice not only in the world of sports but in the world of media at all. I'm so thankful that we have OutKick and so many of you have been so supportive of us at OutKick. If you love what we're doing at OutKick go sign up for the OutKick VIP. Good news coming soon. Expansion continuing to grow at a rapid pace. 2020 was an amazing year for OutKick and I hope 2021 is going to be equally as amazing. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all the support that you show us. OutKick.com slash VIP and if you don't want to sign up for the OutKick VIP definitely go bet on the wild cards a $5 bet $5 bet on wild card uh, in the NFL playoffs gives you back $125 if you pick the winner all you have to do for new users is pick the winner of a wild card game FanDuel.com slash Clay Iowa you can do it now Virginia you're about to be able to Michigan as well that's FanDuel.com slash Clay appreciate all of you this has been OutKick the show